Char Chat is a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Hello, everybody. It's Monday, December 4th, 2017. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Tanner. And you're listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the U.S. and U.K. charts. Tanner, how's it going? Good. We're back. We uh, took the week off for the holiday, and it's uh, it's good to be back in the studio, back with you, back talking about some songs. Yeah, I am so happy we're doing this podcast right now because I was very deep into a Kanye West paper that I needed to save myself from. <laughs> and here's the lifeline. <laughs> and here we are. All righty, let me tell you guys about these UK chart entries. Please At do. Number 82, we have Notes and Mostack with 99 plus one. At 64, we have Stefan Don and Skepta with Dingaling. At 51, we have Matt Terry's The Thing About Love. At 46, we have Louis Fonsi featuring Demi Lovato with Echame La Culpa. And at 29, our highest chart entry of the week, we have Katie Melua with Fields of Gold. Pretty short list over there, which unfortunately I can't quite say the same here on the U.S., but... Starting at number 100, there's Calvin Harris featuring Kaylani and Lil Yachty with their song Faking It. Debuting at number 99, it's Old Dominion with Written in the Sand. Debuting at number 98, there's Tim McGraw and Faith Hill with The Rest of Our Life. Debuting at number 96, it's Young Boy Never Broke Again with his song No Smoke. Debuting at number 95, it's the song Beautiful Trauma by Pink. Debuting at number 92, it's When We by Tank. Debuting at number 90... There's Machine Gun Kelly, X Ambassadors, and BB Rexa with their collaborative song Home. At number 86, there's Taylor Swift featuring Ed Sheeran and Future with Endgame. Debuting at number 79, it's Awful Things by Lil Peep. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, and then finally at number 47, it's Luis Fonsi and Demi Lovato with the song that you already said the name of that I'm going to avoid talking about. Echame la culpa. Exactly. And I want to throw it back to you because I think that might be what you're kicking us off with. Yes, indeed. Excellent. And so we enter into the cold and dark post Despacito world. Dun, dun, dun. Why is it cold Can we add a sound dark? effect? <laughs> it's not cold and dark. I think it's cold and dark. So let me talk to you a little bit about um, this song, after you hear it, dear listeners. Tengo en esta historia algo que confesar. Ya entendí muy bien qué fue lo que pasó. Y aunque duela tanto, tengo que aceptar que tú no eres la mala, que el malo soy yo. No me conociste nunca de verdad. Ya se fue la magia que te enamoró. Y es que no quisiera estar en tu lugar. Porque tu error solo fue conocerme. No eres tú, no eres tú, no eres tú. Soy yo. Soy yo. first talk a little bit about our artists here. So Fonsi, famous for possibly the most successful song of all time. Whoa. Well, according to the charts, right? 
Lagers and how long for, it's been in number one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, depending on how you want to slice it, like, there's that white Christmas uh, Bing Crosby oh, thing true. that sold a bajillion copies forever and ever. But Yeah. Despacito, featuring Daddy Yankee and Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber remix, um, <laughs> held. Rolls off the tongue. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, held the number one spot on the U.S. charts for a record number of weeks that now I can't remember. I should know this fact. 16? Yeah. Tied with the Mariah Carey and Boys to Men song. I think it's 16 yes. weeks if I recall yeah. correctly. Yeah. Um, famous for that. He is a 39-year-old Puerto Rican um, and he's really on a mission for this top 100 US chart and you can tell with songs like this. Um, he's typically known for creating music in the genres of reggaeton and latin pop and he sings a lot of love ballads uh once he performed in front of the pope in 2000 yeah pope john paul ii went out and uh listened to him sing a few ditties and he also acted on a mexican telenovela yeah Uh, so he's kind of a jack of all trades our luis fonzi um, he opened for Britney Spears in 2002 during one of her tours, uh, but his career really hasn't picked up since early 2017. Um, Demi Lovato, on the other hand, our Disney princess star, um, you might be wondering why she's singing in Spanish here. I think a lot of people I've talked to at least about this song thought she was Italian, and I was like, uh, I don't think she's ever said that, but maybe they were going based on her last name. Um, but yeah, her father is of Mexican descent and her mother is uh, Irish and English, I think. She was a cheerleader for a football team. So that's cool. Yeah, she also has distant Portuguese and Jewish, an- Jewish ancestry. Um, so it's not totally weird. She's singing in Spanish here. So I had to check myself because I was immediately turned off by it. Uh, because I wasn't used to it. So let's talk a little bit more about a Demi Lovato quote, and then I want to explain to you why I'm having a crisis about most of the lyrics in all of the songs on the charts this week. That was a little so bit... There. I know, that was a little bit deep and scary. Yeah. I'm Man. sorry. Um, so in an interview in 2014 with the Huffington Post, um, Demi Lovato said, quote... I'm really proud of my heritage, especially the way the Latin community is kind of taking over and rising above politically. Even though I don't speak fluent Spanish, I love singing in Spanish. I love being able to represent the curvy sassiness of a Latina woman. It's just part of who I am, and I couldn't be more proud to represent that. Um, So this is cool, and this is her shot, I think, at musically representing that quote from three years ago. The reason why we have a crisis in the song is for two reasons the repetition in uh demi's english verse with the word really uh i always circle this in students papers and in my own papers now you don't have to ever use the word really to describe anything so demi sings okay i don't really really want to fight anymore i don't really really want to fake it no more play me like the beatles baby just let it be so come and put the blame on me yeah, there's there's a yeah. There's very, a yeah, very important. <laughs> yeah, at the end there. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like that. Um, play me like the Beatles, baby. Just let it be. Is p- 
possibly one of the worst lyrics I've ever heard and not even like I'm not even laughing like when I heard it I was like oh my god like what went through what was the process there of including this line it couldn't have been something even remotely related to you know the song's title put the blame on me like let it be put the blame on like what is this song about like crisis time for Caitlin I couldn't and I still haven't really worked through all of my song like my thoughts on the song and I would like to close my thoughts on this song and Tanner perhaps you could um provide some thoughts if you'd like to but John Carmonica of the New York Times uh says that Lovato singing in clipped Spanish is only marginally less comfortable than the bumpy edged English language semi-soul she employs elsewhere in the song so oof oof, right it's a little bit biting and if anybody heard the uh, new Ed Sheeran song you can also throw this into the basket of post-despacito cold world sad world drama um and that's not perfect to clarify that's not the song perfect (laughs) no 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 this is um Boa Mm May yes there's also a cowbell in the song, which I loathe. And we're moving on. <laughs> Wait, you, you loathe the cowbell I- in this instance, or in general, you loathe the cowbell? Um, particularly in this instance. Okay. It was fun to play it in big band in college, okay. but um, no. yeah. yeah. I don't have a ton to add. I think, um, you know, if Fonzie is, is looking for another artist to attach himself to in the bid for crossover success after Justin Bieber. Demi Lovato makes a lot of sense. Mm. You collaborate with a guy, then you do it with a woman. You know, that that makes sense. Um, This doesn't stray too far from that. I think just by virtue of me preferring Demi over Bieber, I slightly prefer the song, Mm. but eh, it's okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, Next song is The Thing About Love, Matt Terry. Found the letter that you wrote was in the pocket of my coat Ain't it funny how only thing that's left of you now Said I was perfect then you walked And I became an afterthought Oh, oh, now I'm alone again Feels so alien You know I waited for you, waited for you, waited too long That's the thing about love The thing about love Just when you think you're in control It pulls you in and then it lets you go That's the thing about love The thing about love So that was Matt Terry's The Thing About Love. Uh, Matt Terry won UKX Factor in 2016, and his debut album has been deemed in popular media as one of the biggest flops of the year, which is really sad for him. More sad, I guess, around this time of year because last year his debut single came out, which was When Christmas Comes Around, and it peaked at number three on the UK singles chart. It was a huge hit. So this song coming out, which sounds like he's a member of One Direction, I saw the album artwork and I was like, oh my gosh, it looks like that one 
and I don't know their names, so like I'm not gonna <laughs> try. And One Direction didn't actually ever win the X Factor, like a lot of people think they did. They came in third place in 2010. So Matt Terry, uh, if we're comparing maybe sound and career, he's not doing too great for himself right now, but we might see a turnaround. Um, we definitely won't see a turnaround if he continues with this lyrical oh no. nightmare. I know. I'm sorry. I'm really <laughs> no. driving it home Do this it. week. Do it. So the first verse that you heard, we have a couple of rhyme scheme problems. Uh, found the letter that you wrote. It was in the pocket of my coat. That one's not too bad. We go on a little bit longer. He rhymes, said I was perfect, then you walked. And I became an afterthought. That's getting a little hairy. Tanner might disagree. Um, it's sung in a way that you can kind of gloss over it. But if you're Caitlin Flay, you might be a little picky. And then we have the chorus, which probably has been stated exactly the same way before elsewhere. This It's very generic, kind of like sad love song. That's the thing about love, the thing about love, just when you think you're in control, it pulls you in and that's and lets you go. Control, go, problem. Um, that's the thing about love, that's the thing about love. You don't always get it back. So tell me how I'm gonna live like that. Maybe I'm blowing things out of proportion here, but for me, if you're a breakout artist, right? So like he's getting a shot right now. He's been signed with a label for a year working on an album. You can't have weak hooks like that. Hmm. You got to define yourself and have something with a little more oomph. Again, influences here. One Direction, like I said before. Tanner mentioned uh, Charlie Puth uh, a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I also think Justin Timberlake, but not sexy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tanner, any more thoughts on that one? I I struggled to remember what the song sounded like when you started talking about it. And then even after you played it, I'm still struggling to think of any. No, I, d I don't have anything <laughs> to say. It's, Matt Terry, he needs to define himself sonically. And this is not the way to do it. It's sort of a non-entity for me. Mm. It's It's whatever. It's whatever, and we are moving on to my <laughs> final pick of the week, which is Dingaling, Stefan Don and Skepta. Dingaling, 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 I want you to play with Dang. my In my DMs on Instagram I don't know if you know who the fuck I am But somebody best tell him who the fuck I am She's Steph London, 5'5 five five, Big brown eyes See them pics, she ain't really bad that life Show your mom, then slap your wife Oh, I got brothers waiting at the door Couple more brothers down the road on the floor Oh, getting double long course This ain't never been on tour Still get on the seashore Dice pineapples make him wanna eat more Not some commas in pajamas If a brother bring the drama I'm a So, you just heard Dingaling that was the first verse by Stefan Don. Um, Stefan Don was born in Birmingham. She, ha I think, moved to the Netherlands as a child and is now a really successful rapper yeah. in the grime scene. Uh, she's 25 years old. And then we have Skepta, 35-year-old grime superstar. 
Tanner disagrees with me. I would like to put that on the floor before I state my points. But this is like the most lit song that I've heard in about seven or eight months. <laughs> no, go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously the most prominent thing here and the thing that turns Tanner off so much about the song is the Simpsons vocal. Um, oh, I should say that this is a sample from the show The Simpsons, yes. and it's a very obscure reference. It's at a talent show, and this kid comes up and sings inappropriately, and they shoo him off the stage in all within four seconds. The sample is really what the song is built on. Sure it's is. Used as <laughs> it's used as a kind of percussion here, which I think is interesting. Um, it's syncopated kind of cool in juxtaposition with the raps and also the rest of the instrumentation. I particularly like the broken triad synth line. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That, uh, that goes on throughout the song. And something that's really cool if you pay attention, if you can get past the vocal sample and you can get past, I guess, or put the raps aside, is that the instrumentation crops up and disappears in really cool ways. Hmm. It's almost like they were playing around in their hmm. music software and were like, ah, I'm going to delete this for like three seconds and then bring it back, you know, um, which I kind of appreciate. It's fun to track. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Stefan Don, I argue, has a little bit of Cardi B, Nicki Minaj swagger. Just kind of more UK style, but it's super contagious nonetheless. I like how she settles into really rapid rhythms towards the end of her verse. Yeah. She just like sits back and delivers the lines and no deep breathing, no kind of constrained sound. Mm -hmm. And her line just ends and you're like, Whew, whoa, take a breath. Stefan. <laughs> or you would be if it didn't go straight back to that vocal sample. Absolutely. Right. <sighs> so <laughs> cringe, cringe. Um, Skepta, Skepta. Wow. If I can speak today. Skepta's verse is really good too. Um, I'll play a little bit of that for you. Yeah. Me and my girl in matching hoodies. That's autumn winter. She don't want to build a link up. No, she's not in that mix up. Them artists could not draw this picture. Sex so good, I forgot to eat. Sex so good, I forgot to sleep. This is my princess, this ain't a your team needs to get put on the leash. Don't put me in that competition. Man like me, I'm in pole position. Walked in a dance like spot, the difference, gold chain looking like a pop tip. We nearly went separate ways, but I made a grown decision. We let bygones be bygones. We do not go into vision. So obviously the song gives off a really kind of carnal sexual vibe not really rife with euphemism in any way um i think it's interesting that they use a simpson sample for kind of a variety of reasons like you have this child sounding voice with these adult rappers and then kind of the immaturity of that sample with the more explicit lyrics so i appreciate that tanner do you want to close us out with any thoughts i just and i i go back and forth on whether or not my revulsion is because every time I hear that sample, I think of the Chuck Berry song uh. of the same title, which is really obnoxious on multiple fronts, <laughs> but also just the timbre of that kid's voice, the like annoying snot nosed kidness of it, mm. I think would work really well in the context of the Simpsons. Yeah. And then if you try to build a song around that, it's, it's all a, it's you a can totally hear. different. Exactly. And yeah. so all of, all of the, the highlights that you were pointing out, I totally agree with. 
in terms of the wrapping and the production but that hook just kind of single-handedly ruins it for me and just (laughs) i keep i keep doing this thing with my shoulders where i just want to like get it off it's so funny because i don't like watching the simpsons or south park which i think Mm. this vocal sample could have been taken from that's Mm. honestly what i thought when i first heard it and i just can't watch the shows but this song for some reason doesn't bother me in this context so yeah and that's uh your update on the uk tanner handing it over to you so here on the u.s side i'm gonna pick two uh because one of them i want to spend some time with and that is faking it um before playing it just a little bit of background that is the fifth single from calvin harris's album funk wave bounces volume one (laughs) um it's the album that also spawned past hits from this year like slide and feels those two songs and the rest of the album being full of collaborations this one of course is no different uh faking it features uh rising r&b star kehlani and caitlin and i's favorite pizza pal lil yachty who we'll talk about in a little bit but first let's talk harris and kehlani with this clip here pray to god but i'm feeling like he's going dead now when i lean on you and i got nothing left hey i've been wanna call you tell you that i'm sorry same old story everybody sings and i say i'm okay but i guess i'm a liar you say you're okay but i saw that you liked it two a.m and faded i know that's when you like it know that's when you miss me know that's when you crying why you why you why you checking if you're over it why you why you say let go if you still holding it just a little bit better at faking it to me baby just a little bit better at faking it to me baby why you why you why you checking if you're over it why you why you say let go if you still holding it just a little bit better at faking it to me baby just a little bit better at faking it to me baby okay so this is another one of those songs where when i first heard it i was actively irritated by it Mm. And the reason for that was the constant back and forth between the slower tempo and then the double time. Yes. So the verse starts, you've got this really slow feel that's kind of amplified by mm. this so slap. So lilting, isn't it? And But it feels like it's dragging a mm-hmm. little bit because you just have that really heavy slap bass that just kind of outlines mm. the brief sort of chord progression. And then suddenly you have the drums kick in in the back halfway through the verse and suddenly it's a more upbeat dance thing. And I found that sort of push-pull dynamic really irritating Mm. at first. And then the more I listened to it, the more I was like, wait, no, this is actually fantastic for a couple reasons. First off, I think it's just cool. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. So, So yeah, first off, there was just the very petty changing of my mind. But also, uncharacteristically for me, I started thinking about the song's lyrics. And since the song's lyrics are all about uh, romantic indecision, Mm. perhaps a good way of representing that in song might be having that continual kind of push-pull in terms of the rhythmic uh, emphasis. Oh, that's so cool. You're getting pulled one way, you're getting pulled another way. Mm. And then you're getting pulled back and back. Changing your mind constantly. Are you faking it? Are you not? I don't know. And that's cool. I'm pretty into that. And I think what really puts it over the top for me is the fact that you have Kehlani's voice as sort of the unifying factor. Mm. And I'll talk about why her voice is gorgeous and perfect and amazing in a little bit. But first, even just her chorus phrases, there's 
on one hand, there's the triplet that we're very familiar with in pop mm-hmm. at the beginning of the courses. Sung better, of course. But also, <laughs> she does this really impressive job of continuing to thread that needle between, like, she's hurt romantically, mm-hmm. but she's also in- indignant. Yeah. She's, like, she's pissed off. Like, are you faking it? Are you not? I don't know. And she does a really good job of welding those two without going full Sam Smith or full the inverse of Sam Smith, whoever that would be. But that still leaves out Lil Yachty. I'm not gonna act like I don't love you, baby, cause deep in my mind, girl, I know I do. Try to search all through the world and nowhere, but I can't find a girl who looks close like you. I done made millions of dollars, but I'm still alone until I come home back to you. I remember all of the times we would park by your house and laugh all on your avenue. Oh, you can't front, you're a stone cold diva. Got to get counseling from my mom's, she's a heartbreak teacher. Remember that time I put those pepperonis on your face, made you a creature. Now I think about you every single time I eat. So if Caitlin was talking about lyrical crises, I'm here to talk about lyrical brilliance. Oh my. And what I call <laughs> lyrical brilliance is, remember that time I put pepperoni on your eyes, make you look like a creature? Now I think of you every time I eat pizza. <laughs> it's a rough approximation of what, he's, uh, of what he raps, but man. Uh, no, so in all sincerity, that is the sort of charm and guilelessness that i find so appealing about yadi and i think that is perfect for this song on a more technical level i really appreciate how in the first half of his rap his patterns mimic the triplets that Kalana uses at the beginning of the chorus yes and it has the same sort of melodic descent a little bit and then once those drums kick in and it goes into the double time he totally switches up the rhythms mm. so there's a really nice sort of contrast and similarity yes that again similar to what i was talking about earlier with the lyrical themes i think points to a pretty impressive amount of i guess structural unity in the song it's a really cool song i don't know i'm still not used to the fact that i like multiple calvin harris songs but (laughs) get used this is 2017 anything can happen i guess so what what are you thinking i I'm still on my lyrical crises, I guess, uh, soapbox, and I, I do find it so endearing. Like Lil Boat rapping about pizza, like what's not to love? Check our Twitter for the full Yay. yes video of him making a pizza. It's really cute, but again, it reminds me. I get throwbacks to Nicki Minaj um, and her potty line at the end yeah. of her rap in. Um, Cardi B, what was that song? Motorsport. Motorsport. Mm-hmm. Motorsport. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, and I wasn't a fan of that, so it was a little bit cringy, but it's a little boat, so I, I give him a pass. Um, the only other thing that I would mention, and I think it's really interesting that you called to mind the how the lyrics, I guess, maybe mirror the rhythm, is Beyonce's Hold Up mm. and how... Same thing you said about Kehlani. She's so indignant and so angry and at the same time super composed and put together. And you can check out that music video on YouTube. It's super cool, um, especially the beginning where she's kind of like drowning in water and she emerges. It's really dope. Yeah, that's about all I had to say. I really, I'm, the song is growing on me. Same. Yeah. I it, At this point between feels and this, it makes me kind of want to listen to the rest of that album Mm. um seems promising 
also something that seems promising on a completely different uh, stylistic note is written in the sand by Old Dominion. Forget all this drama. Forget it all. Your makeup is next to my toothbrush, but you never put it away on the shelf. I'm asking you, baby, because I'm tired of asking myself. Are we just a backseat? Trying to get it while we can. Are we names and a tattoo? Or just a number on a hand? Are we last call kissing? Are we dancing in the kitchen, baby? Tell me what it is or what it isn't. Are we written in the stars, baby? Or are we written in the sand? shout outs to that shaker it's a really good yeah. use of the shaker in the background just kind of puttering along uh so again old dominion hi virginia <laughs> <laughs> no so they're they're a country group from nashville um they they have a longer history of writing hits for other country artists but they sort of struck out on their own in the past couple of years got a string of hits um as you can probably tell from the clip very much part of the sort of newer wave of country artists. Yes. Um, you know, we've talked about Kane Brown and similar sorts of artists before. You've got finger snaps going on mm. in, in the verses here. Something something a little hipper or that comes off as hipper than older styles of country. And I really admire a lot of things about this song, actually. I, mm. I, I mentioned the shaker. I mentioned the finger snaps. It's very middle of the road in the best ways. Very pleasant. Uh, a little bit reminiscent of what uh, I had to say about Maroon 5's, what was it, Wait, mm. from uh, two weeks ago. And that same sort of just like right down the middle, you get the shaker, you're puttering along, but it's not super aggressive. But at the same time, you've got some really crisp rhythmic articulations in the chorus mm -hmm. on the part of the singer, particularly at the end where he sort of stitches it together. Do, 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 and when you think he's going to take a breath, he just keeps going. Yeah. A little bit like the Stefan Don that you were talking yeah. about. And then, uh, you know, transitions from there into this very reverb heavy guitar solo. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's simple in terms of the notes that are being played, but it totally fits the, what the song calls for. It's a cool song. I'm into it. It's so pleasant. I know. I love what you're talking about, about the reverb, especially on the guitar solo. And also you can hear it if you listen closely in the chorus as well. It just sounds like, I was talking to Tanner earlier, it sounds like it was performed in a big, like, silo, like a shed type <laughs> of thing. And, you know, you could see, like, people slow dancing and, like, I don't know, dim lights and them playing this song. And I love it for its function as a clever song that is kind of attempting to do what the Matt Terry song is doing. It's less like getting over a breakup, getting over heartbreak, but more in that weird position of like, what are we? It's the DTR song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I like it and how clever it is. My cousin absolutely loves this song and she was, you know, talking to me about the chorus and all of the, I guess, 
couplets that he mm. sings and yeah. these different metaphors of like what are we and essentially he's saying one thing he's trying mm-hmm. to get across one mm-hmm. message but he's doing it in mm-hmm. a number of creative ways the written in the stars or in the sand the are uh, we a backseat are we a yeah the, the tattoo or the phone number on a hand yeah no it's, yeah it's, and yeah. it's really i i appreciate it for that as well yeah it's a cool song yeah and with that we'll move to the coolest of songs from this week our pick of the week and we're gonna go in blind and just play a clip of it keep you in suspense right it's fields of gold by katie malua a little bit of background on her uh u.s listeners might be less familiar with her than uk listeners uh malua is a georgian british singer songwriter uh originally came to fame back in the mid 2000s uh she had a string of three platinum selling albums hugely successful and this song is the official song for children in need which is a bbc run charity uh telethon and general extravaganza that i believe caitlin might be able to fill in a more ignorant person like myself on (laughs) absolutely so bbc children in need is i guess this corporate charity structure kind of thing in the uk that promotes uh childhood that is safe happy and secure and also allows all children in the uk um to reach their full potential it focuses not just on children but also young people who are disadvantaged and currently they support 2,400 projects, and this ranges from everything to, you know, reading groups and libraries to things that are done through schools and things like that to musical groups. Um, they take applications year-round, and if you have an idea for how to support this, um, I guess, like, our translation would be taxpayer money kind of, kind of goes toward this and to support all children, disadvantaged children in the U.K., yeah yeah that's cool and just as a quick sort of addendum on that the outro music uh for this week is actually going to be a live version of her singing this at the telethon uh from that event this year um as for the song itself uh this is a cover of a song by sting uh formerly of the police of course uh song was released in 1993 and i love this song I keep comparing it to that dappy acoustic mm-hmm. number that you had brought to the table maybe a month or so ago, mm-hmm. which we were not super into. Um, and some of what we were frustrated with was the production. Yes. And the production on this. It's, it it's gives so, me chills. It's so good. Yeah. So again, reverb, mm-hmm. plenty of reverb, perhaps tons of reverb, you might say. Yeah. But at the same time, there's the reverb, but you still have the closeness of Malua's voice. Mm-hmm. 
so all of the the syllables the consonants still feel very close even though you have all of this resonating uh guitar there's a little bit of organ in the background that comes in at times i mm -hmm. think and it's just so gorgeous and of course her voice is <sighs> it's heart-wrenching it's like, so good oh wow and i come from a family who is half irish half english and I guess I grew up with my mom playing all of these like folk Irish singers, group singers, yeah. like the Wolf Tones, Celtic women, things like that. And at first when I heard this song, I thought it was a traditional Irish <laughs> thing. And I kid you not. Yeah, yeah. Um, and specifically this lyric. So she took her love for to gaze a while yeah. upon the fields of barley. Mm. That's like a hundred percent totally like in that vein especially four two mm -hmm. um is very like classic irish kind of mm. folk tune i will always listen to this song i think it's almost perfect to put on if you're like sitting by the fire yeah. with some hot chocolate and sh enjoying the holiday yeah. like it's strikingly beautiful and that's yeah. why it's our pick of the week yeah and also the pick for children in need it's a, it's a it's a fitting it's a fitting choice mm -hmm. and with that thank you so so much for listening to chart chat your weekly dose of barley if you'd <laughs> like to listen to all of this past week's chart debuts you can find youtube and spotify playlists in the show notes a uh, quick note on that the taylor swift song is not available on streaming so it is in neither playlist nor is the katie malua song um in spotify at least oh good to know yes. okay it is on youtube though mm -hmm. um so you can definitely catch it there or of course purchase it um, and if you have any questions, feedback, or corrections, you can get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. And if you're interested in following us on social media, which you totally should, uh, you can find us on Twitter at chartchatcast and on Instagram at chartchat. And if any of you all feel so generous, uh, if you would consider rating and reviewing us on your uh, podcasting platform of choice, that would be excellent. That is a great way for us to find new listeners, and we uh, we really appreciate it. We also really appreciate the fact that our intro theme was written by Peter Kelly, and our <laughs> cover art was written by Billy Phillips, both from Coronation Media. Coronation Media is a creative studio specializing in video production, animation, and graphic design. To learn what they can do for your company or organization, visit www.coronationmedia.com. Chart Chat is also a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J.fm. Thanks again for listening to Chart Chat. I'm Tanner. And I'm Caitlin. And we'll catch you next week. Many years have passed since those summer days among the fields of Bali. See the children run as the sun goes down. As you lie in fields of gold You remember Creature <laughs>